welcome to of conversations with n a podcast where we discuss thoughts and topics on everything that has to do with personal development and faith i can't believe it guys it's 2019 like we are actually in 2019 and <laughs> like let's take a minute to actually appreciate and reflect on the fact that we are in 2019 i feel like 2018 flew by in the blink of an eye I just feel like it was yesterday where it was 1st of January and we were talking about or rather I was planning what I was going to do in 2018. Next thing I knew it was 31st of, of December and here I am waiting for midnight so that it can be 2019. Like it literally flew by and a lot of us there's this inside joke me and my best friend always make is that we here here's 2018 and we have no idea what we've done because it literally flew by so quickly but i'm really glad that 2018 was here and it's gone and now we're in 2019 which is a new year a new time a new phase a new you could even say a new you you know this is the time when a lot of us are making resolutions we're making goals we're planning we're trying to figure out what the year is going to be like and as we make as we make these resolutions we're also thinking a lot about what 2018 was like so for me i was thinking a lot about the lessons and reminders that i had and i was also thinking about mistakes that i made for me mistakes are also lessons so as i was looking at the mistakes that i made and the lessons that i learned and the reminders that i had i figured why not share it compile them all actually so i wrote them all down compile them and make it into an episode you know <laughs> because that's what i do <laughs> but yeah so let's get right into it um the first lesson that i had for 2018 is that or rather one of the lessons that really stood out for me and reminders is that personal growth takes a lot of work and it's pretty interesting because i kind of thought that personal growth i kind of thought that personal growth like okay i love personal development and i love anything that has to do with me becoming a better person but i didn't realize that as much as i loved it i didn't actually want to put in the work because here i was thinking that yes things are rosy things are things are smooth you know like okay how do i put this i knew that the the person that i was in 2018 was not the person that i wanted to be but i didn't really want to put in the work and so by not putting in the work instead what i did was i took shortcuts i looked for quick fixes things that i could just do to maybe i thought that if i just do this if i just do this small thing i will get to where i want to be faster but did i get there no i didn't instead i just kept hitting a roadblock and kept going back to the same place because i really didn't want to put in the work so things like realizing for me 2018 real i had i realized that i actually realized a lot of hard truths for myself truths that i didn't really want to face things that i didn't really want to get into but i had to get into it and as much as yes i started being aware of them i also realized that the only way they would change the only way i'd change is if i actually put in the work for a lot of us we really want to be different and that's the thing about resolutions when you make resolutions like let's say you want to be toner you want to be fitter you know that you want to you want to attain that goal but because you don't want to put in the work you want the easy way out you end up feeling discouraged when you don't actually attain it so it's not that we don't meet our resolutions it's the fact that we're not committed enough and being committed enough means actually putting in the work and putting in the work means actually being committed and promising yourself that you are going to actually do this and that's something i didn't do in 2018 i knew that i wanted to be a different person i knew that there were certain habits and traits that i wanted to get rid of but i was too lazy i didn't want to do it i just kept complaining and complaining until some point when my mom was like you know what if you want to continue feeling the way you're feeling then continue doing what you're doing i think it's albert Einstein. Albert Einstein that said that only a fool does the same thing twice does the same thing and expects change you know so it took me a while but at some point around November December I had a pep talk another pep talk with my mom where she just told me listen you have to put in the work if you don't put in the work you won't change 
those negative loops that you have in your mind you actually you actually have to put in the work and be different you actually have to put in the work and and work on rewiring yourself so committing to putting in the work is something i think that was a big reminder for me last year but it's also something that i'm taking on with me for this year so as i look at everything that i want to do and as you also look at all your resolutions and all your goals just remember that nothing in this life comes easy even the person that you'd like to be doesn't come easy you actually have to commit and promise yourself to be that person because it won't always be rosy you won't always feel like you want to to do what it is that you need to do but you just have to keep reminding yourself why you're doing it and you have to keep seeing the goal something you can do is you can have a vision board you can also have and a vision board is just a collection of pictures or phrases that remind you of who you'd like to be and who you aspire to be and where you'd like to be so some those are some things that you can do you can also journal you can also keep your goals in mind where you can have like a um a place where you look at them daily and they remind you of where you'd like to be but at the end of it you can't take shortcuts and that's something i've actually learned you can't take shortcuts especially when it comes to personal growth you have to put in the work but my biggest reminder for you is put in the work it's not enough to say it but you have to put in the work you know it's not enough to say that you want to be healthy what are you doing to be healthy if you want to be if you want to be fitter what are you doing have you checked out gyms have you bought have you bought working out equipment have you bought and by working out equipment it could be maybe buying a yoga mat or buying shoes you know well shoes are not part of equipment i mean let's talk about yeah equipment is definitely not shoes <laughs> have you bought a ball you know those exercise balls like if you've decided that you want to work out at home or have you gone to the gym to register to find out what it's like have you downloaded an app anything you have to start putting in the work in terms of like making sure that you're preparing to actually succeed at your goal because when you talk about it then at the end of the year you end up feeling so bad and telling yourself oh or I am not good at this or another year has gone by I haven't done anything well technically then you are to blame because what have you done to make sure that you are achieving your goal so let's promise each other because I'm definitely this is a promise that I have to keep and let's keep promising each other and reminding ourselves that whatever it is or whoever it is that we want to be we may not be there yet but as we work towards it we need to put in the work and let's not give ourselves crap for it let's keep let's keep encouraging ourselves encourage ourselves to be the versions that we'd like to be so yeah the second lesson that i had for 2018 is that you should never take your mental health for granted and this is something that I didn't think I was until I realized I was. I 2018 like I said earlier was a pretty rough year for me. I had I think that's when my depression kicked in and and it was well will I say at its worst at its worst probably not but it was quite bad and also my anxiety. And I didn't want to deal with it. I was yes, I knew I had I knew that the sad moods had come. I knew that I was getting the anxiety attacks, but I thought that everything was under control. And even though I was visiting a therapist, I wasn't too honest with her. It wasn't until later on, like around December, when it really got really bad, and that's when I knew that I need to take my mental health seriously. And mental health is something that i feel like especially for us as africans can be a little tricky because as much as yes there's quite a lot of awareness on it a lot of people still don't understand what it means of course the younger generation is beginning to understand that mental health en- encompasses these different things but it's still It's sometimes very hard to find people that you can talk to about such things but I'm really happy about the kind of generation that we're growing that I'm growing up in and that's coming up after me because they understand 
what mental health is and what the signs are and what it means to deal with someone who's going through that. So this year, I definitely want to take my mental health seriously. And in terms of my mental health, it's not even just about the depression and anxiety. It's more about what I'm letting into my mind, you know. Um, I've started knowing the types of triggers that affect me. So, and also like just creating positive loops in my mind because I've been having negative loops and the negative loops, I kept thinking that if I just find a quick fix for it, it would work. Hence my first lesson of personal growth takes work, but rewiring my mind may take a lot of work, but I'm ready for it, you know? And being ready for it means that you're at a point where you understand that you actually need your mind. You need your mind and your body and your spirit to be one. Yeah. And I feel like I was going somewhere with this and then I've kind of drifted. But back to what I was saying, let's not take our mental health for granted, but also learn to talk to God about it. For me, the biggest change that I had, because depression is not something that happened to me recently it's something that i've been suffering from for about a year well if i include last year then it's definitely about two years but the difference that i had with the previous year the first year is that last year i actually started talking to god about it and i had a conversation with my discipleship leader and she let me know that it's okay to cry out to God and it's okay to let him know that you're not okay and you don't understand why you're not okay and that's what I started doing I started talking to him and I'd noticed that in moments where I felt pretty sad and even when I didn't have a reason why I was sad but I was sad and I'd talk to him and I'd cry out to him I felt a sense of reassurance knowing that it's okay. Sometimes I'd be guided towards a song or a verse. And a couple of verses that acted as reminders for me were, do not fear for I am with you, which is Isaiah 41.10. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own, which is Matthew 6.34. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God which is Psalms 43.5. For some reason, I feel like I'm choking. <laughs> I don't know if it's my voice. But yeah. <clears throat> so those are a couple of verses that acted as reminders for me. But also, if I wasn't guided towards a verse, I was guided towards a song. And one song that really helped me push through last year during those moments where I felt attacked was Peace by Hillsong, especially the Amanda Cook version, Amanda Cook of Bethel Church. So don't don't think that you're alone because God is with you, to be honest. He really is. And he he's waiting for you to rely on him. He's waiting for you to be a shoulder for not okay. He's waiting <laughs> he's waiting for you to lean on him, for him to be a shoulder that you can cry on. And I think that's something that a lot of us don't realize. We think that we can only talk to God about good things, but he wants to. He wants to know you. He wants to know everything about you. He wants He wants to be part and parcel of your life. Like, he wants to, as much as yes, he knows your innermost thoughts, he actually wants to be able to to have that relationship where you can be honest with him. And you may be thinking, well, I'm definitely honest with him because he knows my thoughts. He knows everything about me. But yes, he may know, but there's something different about you willingly telling him about it. And that's the difference that I had last year because as much as I was going through those moments, these verses and this song would remind me that it's okay. You may not be where you think you should be, and that's something that I found was also one of my triggers, that I wanted to know everything. But being reminded that it's okay, you don't really need to know everything. And whether you're sad, whether you're angry, whether you're happy, in all moments praise him, in all moments talk to him, like let him know. I think that for me was just the best thing because it made me feel like I have someone who has my back. And that can be really hard when you are suffering 
mentally because you feel alone because it's in your mind no one of course when you're sick people can come and talk to you you know when you're physically sick you can actually say that or if you have like a bruise people can see that there's a bruise or when you have a headache you can be like i have a headache or something so if it's something physical people can see but when it's emotional and when it's mental and you sometimes can't even explain it you just feel like something is not right that's when it really helps to have someone who knows you and the only person who knows you inside out is god you know so i'm not saying that don't only talk to him about mental things what i'm trying to put out is that yes take your mental health for granted but always remember that god is on your side as long as you let him be on your side so talk to him about it talk to him about the issues you're facing don't be afraid and think that he da- he won't understand he definitely will i mean he's your creator he's your father so cry out to him during this time talk to him like just let him know don't isolate yourself from him cry scream let him know that you're not okay but in all moments just like the psalmist said you we need to remember to praise him but also remember to take your mental health for granted because your mental health is crucial in terms of everything if you're not okay mentally you really struggle and that's something i noticed if i'm not okay mentally i struggle with my relationships with others i was really struggling with my relationship with my siblings and my family i felt like i was lashing out a lot to them and that's when it got really bad to the point that you could see that they were kind of walking on eggshells around me so noticing that and knowing that i didn't really want to be that kind of person to them i had to start taking this seriously and i cried out to him and let him know that i really don't want to be this person and even though sometimes you may feel like he's not getting back to you there's a certain way he'll always it may not be right in that very moment but there's a certain maybe he'll point you towards a, a song or a film because that happened to me he pointed me towards a film that i watched called life itself and it's so crazy because in that specific film they were talking about the issues the people the actors actually had the issues that i was going through in that very moment and the one was not was the one statement that one of them said that really stood out for me and it keeps acting as one of my anchors and reminders in my mind is that life will bring you to its knees to your knees but you can always get back up again and that's something i had to keep reminding myself regardless of how many times i felt that nothing was working out for me nothing was going out going on well reminding myself that hey it's okay god is with you he understands where you're at he may not be able to get back to you the way you think he should but keep talking to him keep letting him know keep working on yourself as well you know yes cry out to god but also do your part work on yourself like filter what you let into your mind don't just let everything if you know for example um you are suffering from comparititis <laughs> the comparison comparison syndrome and you know social media triggers it then limit the amount of time that you spend on social media or if you have certain accounts that make you feel bad about yourself unfollow them you know if you have friends that make you feel bad about who you are and unfo- like st- well yeah you can unfollow them but you can also break it off like you don't surround yourself with people who you know support you and encourage you because you're always the aggregate of the five people you hang out with so if you hang out with someone who's negative someone who compares themselves a lot someone who gossips a lot someone who has nothing good to say about other people you're bound to feel like that about yourself so whatever it is you let into your mind the movies the films the people the images anything that you feed your mind you need to filter it just the same way when you're on a diet or when you're on a healthy when you want to be taking something healthy and you know that maybe sugar doesn't is not something you're supposed to be taking make sure you do the same thing for your mind i kind of feel like i went a bit off with this but i do hope you understand where i was coming from and yeah let's get on to lesson number 3 lesson number 3 and reminder number 3 is create when you want to create um for me this 
was another big one. Well, I'm going to say that about all my lessons. <laughs> but this one was particularly interesting because creating when you want to create for me meant being unapologetic about who I was and also not really letting other people what I thought other people would think of me control me because even though I didn't know what other people thought I had this fear of what if they think this of me and that really affected me with my blog and my podcast my blog really suffered when I started it in January around January February because when I started it it was quite good then it started being more about other people and less about me and the more i started thinking more about other people because when i started when i had the idea for my blog and my podcast it was more about how i can how i can inspire other people but it was also a big part of it was about myself how was i going to be able to relay what i was thinking in my mind for me my blog and my podcast is my safe haven it's my it's my space where i can really share thoughts and be myself and share what i'm learning so at some point i noticed that i was starting to really care a lot about what i should put out for other people and that became really stressful because i'd be like no i don't want to do this i don't want to do that and became less about me and i've seen a couple of creators talking about this where you start creating content because of other people and it stops becoming about you so it stops being true to who you are you kind of feel like a machine you feel like i need to do this because other people are going to expect me to do this and sometimes it's also just in your mind for me though it really did affect me and i even had to take a break because it was just not working at all <clears throat> and that's the thing with creating we really just want to to create content that someone else can relate to you know as much as yes we enjoy what we do but we also have a deeper meaning or rather deeper reason behind why we do what we do so for me i know i started my blog because i really wanted to talk about personal development and how i was learning to love myself in god's eyes yeah and when you already have a reason for what you're doing it can be easy to sometimes because you in you you know what you want to do but you also want other people to appreciate it sometimes you can lose track of what it is that you want to do so i had to my reminder for that for that year was came through a conversation that i watched where pastor fatik of elevation church was having a conversation with a couple of elevation youth on patterns of destruction it's actually a very good um conversation you should check it out on youtube it's called patterns of destruction by elevation youth and there's one particular statement that really got me he said it's not that we shouldn't care what people think of us we'll always care but it's about not letting their thoughts and opinions of you control you you don't need to perform for someone else's approval because you already have god and that really hit me because yes when you're creating you have a good intention you have you know why you're doing it you're not doing it because you want other people to like you you're doing it because you actually want to just put yourself out there and i really have so much respect for people who do that because any single time someone shares their innermost thoughts their innermost desires and dreams they're really just putting themselves out there and being vulnerable but there are moments where we get to where we get so consumed about what other people think of us and i don't i really agree with what he said that it's not really that we shouldn't care what they think of us but we shouldn't let it control us because if you don't care what people think about you then if you say insensitive things it just means that you don't care about other people no that's not what we that, that's not the direction we're trying to go to the direction we're going to is yes it's okay it's good to care because what you put out should also not affect someone else you shouldn't say derogatory 
derogative things or racist things or slanderous things because you just want people's attention. You should say things that inspire people, things that encourage people, things that you know someone else like one other like something positive, you know, don't put out things that people will feel attacked by. But there's also I've just realized that by saying that it's also possible for your own audience to feel to misconstrue things. But as long as you know your truth, because there are two different types of truths. There's your actual truth and then there's the truth that you think you're putting out. So if you're putting out slanderous things because you want the attention, then that's the wrong thing, you know. But if you're putting out content because you actually want to create content, you actually want to inspire someone, you actually just want to share a piece of you with everyone else, then let's not let other people's opinions of us control us. And also, in this process of not letting other people's opinions of us control us, it's more about it's more about how we really need it's actually more about our our minds, what perception we have in terms of what other people we think other people will think. If you start if you feel like you're creating content because you want other people to like you, then that's going to be a problem because the minute someone doesn't validate you, then you don't feel like your content is right or you don't feel like what you're doing is correct. So validation needs to come from you. You need to be your own cheerleader. You need to be the person that appreciates your own content. And I feel like the best type of content is content that is true to who you are when you're authentic and true to yourself like the same way we like music because when you can if you can identify with an artist and you can tell that that artist sings music or sings songs that are true to who they are then you feel like you identify with them you know so let's create content when you want to create content but also create content that is true to who you are don't create content because you want other people to like you. Don't create content because you want to fit in. Create content. Create. Actually, create. Be imaginative. Because imaginative. <laughs> Lol. Imaginative. Be imaginative. Be a dreamer. Because we were put on this earth to be dreamers, you know? To be creatives. To be... And don't ever think that you're not creative. I believe that we're all creative. It's just how it's just how our creativity varies because of course there are people who are extremely creative but there are also some people who are not that creative and there's nothing wrong with that it also it's that whole left brain right brain kind of thing but at the end of the day this biggest reminder that i just want to give you is create content because you want to create it put out what you want to put out at the end of the day, if it aligns with who you are, it aligns with your values, it aligns with your authenticity, then you're good to go, you know? So, yeah. Lastly, well, is it is it lastly? Actually, it's not. <laughs> the second last one is that the other reminder, this is the fourth reminder before, because the fifth one is the last one. The fourth reminder is that Everything doesn't have to be perfect and all figured out. <sighs> A second sigh. <laughs> the first sigh was on personal growth. This one is dedicated to the fourth one because this is something I really, really struggle with. I am the kind of person who wants everything to be all clear. Like I'm the person who wants to know this is what I'm doing tomorrow. Next week, I'm doing this. Next year, I'm doing this. Like, I'm a planner. And the problem with my pl kind of planning is that it's one-way planning. It's, I take, if I find something, I go with it. So a good example would be if I'm applying for a job and I get it, I'm going to go with it, you know. I don't, sometimes I deviate. And when I deviate, then I kind of feel confused and that confusion takes me back to my negativity where I then start feeling like everything is out of control I am not in sync with who I am I have no future I have like nothing is going on nothing is going on for me and this really happened to me last year where I had moments where I thought my clarity was on point where I thought everything was going on well then there were moments where everything was just 
everywhere and nothing was working out. And I had to keep reminding myself that everything is where it should be or rather everything is as, is as it should be and you don't need to stress yourself out. But it didn't work. <laughs> I can tell you that for a fact. It only started, I only started taking it seriously when I got anxiety attacks, which was around December. I got anxiety attacks full on, um, like minor anxiety attacks while I was sleeping for about a week. And that's when I realized that, A, I have to take my mental health seriously, but also B, it's never as serious as, as I make it, you know. Um, I'm learning that everything is figureoutable, which is something that Marie Folio says, but also that God is with me. And there's a there's a verse in Psalms forty six ten where he says, "Be still and know that I am God." It's something that didn't really resonate with me until recently, when I realized that I've been stressing myself out so much. Because on my vision board, I have Matthew six thirty four, which talks about um, why we shouldn't worry and that every tomorrow will worry for itself. But having Listening to, or not not listening, but reading Psalms 4610, somehow this time it felt different. It felt different because having experienced the anxiety attacks and realizing that any single time I was so stressed out about tomorrow and how I ended up wasting my today because I was so stressed out about tomorrow, it still wasn't working out for me because, yes, I was worried, but nothing was changing, you know. I think I've seen a quote like that where, as much as you keep worrying, nothing is going to change and worry doesn't change anything. So I'm learning how to be present. And that's one big reminder that I'm giving myself for 2019 and the subsequent years that I just want to learn how to be present, how to be in check with this year, you know, or like now today, I want to be in tune with this day, like not really think about yesterday or think about tomorrow so much. Yes, it's okay to plan. It's okay to think about mistakes that you made or things that you weren't able to get to that you were supposed to do yesterday or reflect on your day. But I feel like let's not dwell so much in the past. Let's also not dwell too much in the future. But let's learn how to be present. And that's for me what be still and know that I'm God represents. It also represents the fact that I need to learn how to trust God because me worrying about tomorrow means that I don't trust that he can provide for me. I don't, I actually, yeah, it means that I don't trust the fact that he can provide for me. And I then feel like it's such a waste to say that I believe in him because if I believe in him, then why don't I trust him? If I, I, I believe in my mom, I believe in my friends, that means I automatically trust them. So I need to do the same with God. And it's not something that I'd say, I'm at 100% at, but I'm working on and I'm also praying on. So let's remind ourselves that for all the perfectionists, for all the people that feel like their life is out of control, it could be just that the season you're in, like my mom told me recently, that you're probably just in a season where you need to learn something or you're in a season where you need to, God is trying to teach you something. So keep a lookout on Keep an eye out of what it is that he's trying to teach you. Sometimes you may not even know why he's making you wait. Sometimes the moments where you'll not even hear from him, but trust that he's working for your good. There's a, I know there's a verse like that that he works. I can't I can't really phrase oh phrase wow <laughs> I can't really phrase it verbatim, but it's. All things, just know that, I think it's just know that in all things, he's working for your good, something like that. It's in Romans, yeah? Um, that's also something I'm working on this year, to really have my verses in check, because you know what, you know, remember what Jesus said, that the only way you can, did he say it? Let me, you know what, let me, let me not say that. But I do know that the only way you can fight temptation, the only way you can fight the devil, actually, and false truth is by knowing his word and knowing his word very well so i kind of feel like that i keep deviating but at the end of the day what i'm trying to remind you with the fourth reminder is that 
you don't have to have it all figured out, especially for people who get stressed out about um, the future. Just leave it for today, you know, like live for today. And living for today doesn't mean that you're being reckless and that you're going crazy and doing so many random things. Living for today means being present, being present in your relationships. Are you actually listening to the people you're having conversations with? Are you in tune with what is happening today? Are you grateful for, are you noticing like what's happening around you during the day? Because sometimes you can be so consumed by what happened yesterday or what you should be doing tomorrow that you miss out on today and you miss out on maybe certain lessons that God wanted to give you this day or certain things about yourself that you may not have realized or or just being in the moment, you know, just appreciating the fact that you're alive and that this is a new day, a new day for you to try something different, a new day for you to excel at something else, you know. So let's let's take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and remember that he's here and he keeps reminding us to be still and know that he is God. But everything is figureoutable and everything is as it should be. Even if it doesn't feel as if it is, that's something I also keep reminding myself because not everything will always be rosy, but at the end of it, I'm starting. I want to really get to the point where I can believe that he always has my back and that everything will work out as it should be, you know. So yeah, and lastly, the last lesson that I have for 2018, as we sum it up, <laughs> is that self love and self care are key, and. This one is pretty special for me because I noticed last year that I didn't really practice self-love and that was a root for a lot of problems that I was having. And you'd never really notice that your self-love is not in check or rather in the right place until you start feeding yourself so many lies about who you are and the moment you believe them and by that time you've noticed that's when you notice that your self-love is at a very minimal level self-love is very important we need to learn how to i'm learning not we <laughs> actually we let's learn how to keep in touch with ourselves let's learn to get to know ourselves i was reading a book by someone i think called Kamal and the title was that we need to the title was that we need the title was which was the, what was the title love yourself like your life depended on it and what i really loved about that book apart from being very short <laughs> and to the point but what i really loved about it is that it was very honest and i definitely recommend it to people who don't are not are new to self help and are not really good with self help books. I think that's a particularly great book. I don't know why I can't remember who it is by exactly, but if you search for the title "Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends on It," it's a you'll definitely get it. And one thing he said is that a lot of people think that self-love is selfish and that you need to learn to love others first, but he disagrees because he believes that when you learn to love yourself first, then you're able to learn to love other people because when you learn to love yourself, even though things may be against you or people may not be, people may not relate with you as well as they should, you're at a point where you can actually have the grace to treat them differently than you would if you didn't love yourself because you're in a position where you can understand or you can see them differently because you don't depend on them for your own love because you already love yourself. And I'm putting that in, I'm paraphrasing it, but that's the thing. When I'm, I, I realize that if you don't love yourself, then you can't love anyone. And we always say that, but I really noticed it last year because my self-love has been at an all-time low, especially 
And it's something that, it's one of those hard truths that I said that I didn't really want to deal with, but I had to. But now that I realize that, yes, my self-love, I am low when it comes to self-love. It's something that I'm working on. And I've started working on, you know. And I'm actually starting to see a difference because I'm starting to take myself seriously. I'm starting to care for myself. And I actually yesterday when I was exercising, I looked at myself and realized that this is the only body I have. So I might as well take care of it. And that's and that's what it means when it when you begin to see yourself as someone worth loving. And it doesn't even have to be that someone else loves you. It's you when you begin to love yourself. Because this is actually even in the Bible that the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second one is to love others as you love yourself. But you see, you cannot love others if you don't love yourself. And loving yourself is not in an ego in an egoist egotistical way where you believe or in a narcissistic way. Loving yourself is simply appreciating that this is who you are. Despite your faults, your your flaws, despite your imperfections, you are great as you are and when you begin to love yourself you will not take you will not take um for lack of a better word crap from anyone else or from people who do not respect you because you respect yourself already so you already know the kind of love that would work for you and you're able to you're able to walk away from situations that don't benefit you and that and that also ties in well with self-care because a lot of people think self-care is oh I'm sitting in a bathtub eating chocolates and lighting and lighting candles and yes that is part of self-care but self-care in in general is just you being in tune with yourself and actually reflecting on who you are and working to recharge and realign yourself to who you'd like to be self-care in short is taking time to work on yourself taking time to appreciate yourself and self-care doesn't even have to be self-care Sundays you know self-care is something I believe that we need to do every day self-care can be what you feed your mind so you know that you know that um, being on social media five hours a day is not good for you so instead of being on social media five hours a day you try and minimize that to maybe an hour a day and for the rest of the four hours, you do something else constructive. That could be reading a book, working, working on one of your passions, watching content that actually makes you feel better about yourself, makes you appreciate yourself yourself more, makes you exert, no, like recharges you, or even makes you learn something new. So self-care in general is just you making the time to be with yourself, making time to actually tend to yourself and a lot of people take this for granted and at some point you end up having a serious burnout because you feel like you didn't take care of yourself you didn't pay attention to who you are or you didn't pay attention to things that were distracting you and not distracting you that were destructive for you things that were not really working for you then at the end of it you feel tired you feel all burned out, you feel depressed, you feel anxious. So let's take this year to really make a promise to ourselves because when you love yourself, you actually begin taking care of yourself. And taking care of yourself, when you're able to take care of yourself, I believe that when I take care of myself, then I can take care of other people. And it's not really a selfish thing of I don't care about other people. It's just that I need to be able to recharge myself. And self-love does not mean that I only care about myself. Self-love just means that I appreciate who I am as a person. Self-care means that I'm taking care of myself. And it's not in a selfish way. It has nothing to do with anyone else. It's just about me taking time to take care of who, to take care of me first. Yeah. And me first is not me first and me only it's more of me first than you you know the same way it's god first then you then your friends then everyone else okay <laughs> okay let me take that back um it's god first then you as a human being then everyone else yeah
So learn to take care of yourself. Learn to love yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. Like when was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror? Like right in the mirror. I know you're probably going to be like, I looked at myself in the mirror today. No, not when you were applying makeup or when you were getting ready or anything. Like take a look at yourself in the mirror. And this is something I got from the book by Kamal. The one that I said earlier on loving yourself like your life depends on it. Take a look at yourself in the mirror. Like really look at yourself and look yourself right in the eye and tell yourself that you love yourself. You'll be shocked or actually, yeah, you'll be amazed by how different you'll feel when you do it a couple of times. It will be hard at first, especially if you've never uttered such words to yourself, if you've never thought of yourself that way. But don't feel shy about it. It's like meeting a new friend. Because you should be your own best friend. You should be your own cheerleader. Because when everyone else doesn't understand you and when everyone else doesn't support you, you need to be able to support yourself, you know. Of course, God will always support you. And that's the reason why I don't mention, I'm not mentioning him. Because for me, he's always there. He's omnipresent. And the first person who will always have your back is God. But the second person who needs to always have your own back is you. And filling yourself with self-love is also needs to also align with who God is. And when you love and appreciate yourself, I feel like God also feels good because he feels like you appreciate who he you appreciate what he's done for you yeah because if you notice if you love yourself you won't be looking towards other people so much and wishing that you had coveting actually what they had and i think that puts you in a good place a good place to be able to minister a good place to be able to build relationships a good place to be able to actually be a present human being, one that can be helpful, one can that can be inspiring, one that can be supportive. So let's learn to support ourselves first. Let's learn to care for ourselves first. Let's learn to make time for ourselves this year. Um, yeah, those resolutions you've made, I believe that this year you'll be able to actually get to it and be able to work on it. But remember to put in the work. Remember to align them with who God is because that's that's actually something I learned this year <clears throat> that it's easy to make goals, but are you making them aligned with who God is? So learn to share your goals with God because sometimes you may think that your goals are aligned with him, but they actually aren't. And I'm also learning that. So I don't really, I can't really speak much on this topic. But one thing I'm learning, or rather one thing I'm doing right now, is that I'm committing every goal that I have to him. And for me, committing is just letting him know that this is what I'd like to do. And trusting that how it all pans out will be according to his plan. And that's all that we can really do. We can All we can do is trust and believe. So let's learn to put ourselves first, but the first, but be first in terms of um, our self-love and our self-care. But also, let's learn to share our honest thoughts and build a relationship with God this year. And also, let's just learn to take to be present. You know, let's be present this year. Let's not focus so much on what 2020 holds or what 2018 was about. We're now in 2019. Like, let's focus on 2019. Let's focus on today. Let's focus on tomorrow. Let's let's plan for the now. You know, you never really know what's going to happen next year. It's okay to have goals for next year, but don't be so, don't live your life next year. Live your life this year and live it according to God's will. I'm also learning what it means to live according to God's will. And I think this is a topic that I I feel like maybe later on we'll discuss on what exactly it means to commit your life to God. Is it, let me not get into it right now, but it's something I think I'd love to talk about more. And and I think my voice is... 
on that note, I am so excited for 2019 Hulk. I hope that you'll have an amazing 2019 as well. Or rather, you've actually, I did say let's learn how to be present. So let's not think about the rest of 2019. Instead, I'm going to say, I pray and hope that you began your 2019 well and that as much as you reflect a lot on what happened last year, that you'll also take time to think about what this year may hold for you or you would like to hold for you. And yeah, let's learn how to be present. Let's begin taking our mental health seriously. Let's learn how to care for ourselves. Let's learn how to love ourselves. Let's put God first. Let's be honest with him. Let's be authentic with who we are. And most importantly, let's just learn how to live. You know, let's learn how to live. Let's learn how to be present. And I feel like this is the fifth time I've said this, but for me, it's something that is really important. Learning how to be present. Because when you learn how to be present, yes, you're thinking about next year or you're thinking about subsequent months, but you're also grateful for where you're at right now. And it's okay to think about next year. It's okay to think about the next week, but appreciate where you're at now. Appreciate what season you're in. Appreciate who you are. And you can always be better. You can always um we um you can always want something else so yeah on that note <laughs> thank you for listening to conversations with n episode 5 the first episode of 2019 i look forward to actually keeping this goal of posting weekly and I'm going to make a very ambitious promise saying that I'm going to make this a weekly podcast because I said that at the beginning when I started it, but I'm really hoping that it's going to be uh <clears throat> it's going to be a weekly podcast, and I'm really looking forward to the type of content that I'm going to put out. I'm also looking forward to growing as a human being so growing in terms of my creativity in terms of my writing in terms of the type of content I put out. So thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, kindly leave a review. It would really help to know what you think and what you're thinking of the podcast so far. And I'd also just love to get to know your thoughts and maybe even ideas that you have on the type of content that I should put out. So thank you so much. And I look forward to, wait, I was going to say look forward to seeing you. Then I realized that I don't see you, but let's catch up on the next one. Bye.